0: Listener production. It's like a treaty posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the Day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Well, a couple of absolute underdogs taking the trophy uh, recently. Bluey, See, that's the most, it's the most streamed acquired series uh, of Last week, what in do you mean America. acquired? Is it like an acquired taste? Well, I mean, it's it's certainly it is a certainly an, well. It's not an acquired taste. Everyone loves it first from the very first bite. No, f- basically, it means any show that like for a show that did not originate on a particular streaming platform, right? right? So they they acquire it, they buy it. Mm. It is the biggest show in America um, that has been acquired from anywhere else. So it's like it's just crazy, and it's and it was watched for seven hundred thirty-seven million minutes, right? Recently. Now here's the thing: it's only seven minutes long. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like Uh, you've uh, got to watch like uh, so many more episodes of it to get the same amount of minutes that you would to watch a single half-hour episode of any other TV show. So that's they're watching that Uh, many more
2: episodes of Bluey. Good on the streamers for like going. Oh yeah, that many minutes. Like, come on, guys. It's like. You know, measuring the amount of beer in milliliters or something like that. Just like make it <laughs> Hey, seem look, that's seem more. not taking
1: anything away from Bluey, but I'll tell you, the other underdog is. You see, Mark Zuckerberg's out here winning jiu-jitsu martial
2: arts <laughs> tournaments now. Did he win a tournament? Was it, what, wasn't it Tom Hardy was in a wrestling comp or something?
1: Yeah, he's gone and hit some uh, hit some Californian jujitsu tournaments where he got gold medals for the gorilla jujitsu team he posted to his followers on instagram typical
2: nerd move isn't it <laughs> what doing jiu jitsu
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he can't, it's not enough he probably got bullied at school now he's had to go and make a squillion dollars and become a champion fighter as well
2: <laughs> please all to prove everybody wrong <laughs> well there you go i didn't i didn't i didn't watch i didn't see any jiu jitsu in the social network that's all i'll say <laughs> anyway i got a big big show today um speak Shows that I am excited about. There's one coming out on SBS tonight called Safe Home. I think it's going to be an extremely important series. So uh, I'm going to be chatting to one of the stars, Asia D. You may know from the bold type or from a certain seminal Australian equine classic. So uh, we're going to be chatting to Asia later on. Matt O'Kine's got some Mind Blown. And kicking off, Matt, we love a bit of music. Should we get into some big music news in a moment?
1: Yeah, let's do it. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one.
3: This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go.
0: Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Well, Alex Dyson, absolutely devastating news for anybody who grew up watching the likes of Yumi and Danny Clayton and Andrew G., on the screens of Channel
2: V after school every or probably watching any American teen movie from about 1998 to 2004. Yeah. Yeah, it's time to pour one out
1: for our sunken homies. Uh, quite literally, if you remember the film clip for In Too Deep. It is... Some news about Sum 41, Alex Dyson. They are, um,
2: <clears throat> they're calling it quits. Sum 41 officially breaking up. You might know them from, as Matt mentioned. Cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up above in my, my head. head. Okay, wait, Instead I can't.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> I was going for the for harmony. The
1: yeah, you do, I'm it. Sorry. do it. Do it solo. We'll put it together. <laughs>
2: Did that worked. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it. I think that was <laughs> seamless. No take two required. Um, That, the Hell Song. What else have they got in here? I like that one. Mm. Fat Lair. I saw him at the Soundwave Festival a while ago, and it's funny because I think at the time I was like, oh, these guys are still around. Um So to have them <laughs> announce about a decade later that it's they're calling it quits. Do you know what's so annoying? They would be like,
1: yes, we're still around. We yeah. perform headline shows yeah. around
2: the world endlessly. Oh, it would be infuriating. <laughs> that absolute mugs like me. Just a so, okay. yeah. It would be just, as an artist, it would be the worst. Like literally, literally. All right. I'll tell you. I know why it's annoying. Because it happens to be on the way to the studio, right? Walking along. Guy goes, Alex Dyson. I'm like, yeah. He's like, bro, dude. I mean, I used to listen to you on the radio all the time with kind I'm like. Yeah, I'm walking to work with him right now. I'll be talking to, with him in 15 minutes. We're still doing it. He's like, oh, all right. He won't listen.
1: <laughs> yeah. And one day we're going to be like this. We'll be yeah. like, hey, we're not doing the podcast anymore. People will be like,
2: hey. Yeah. Or we'll, <laughs> or it'll be like Triple J's 75th anniversary or something like that. Well, Matt and Alex will come and do a show. And people are like, I thought they were dead.
1: <laughs> so, some 41, after 27 years, mind you. And their forthcoming eighth and final album, mind oh, you. Oh, they got an album just, coming uh, out. Yeah. So they have done a little bit of the, this is their goodbye tour. Mm, the announcement of their album, Heaven X Hell, and one last accompanying world tour, which, I mean, God, will probably take like three years,
2: honestly. It'll be a big, big world tour. I mean, it, it's the kind of goodbye you want. You want it to be on your own terms. You want to do that, but it's not quite as interesting for us When it comes to like a bust up within the band, where people like were annoyed, like a Gallagher brothers kind of (laughs) situation. Well, there was a
1: little bit of a bust up, and also they've been through their ups and downs. Remember the Super Cup with Derek Wibley, (laughs) the head of Sum Forty One.
2: Right, his first his name's Derek Wibley. Okay, yep.
1: With Avril Lavigne at the time, were they? I mean, for a couple of years, yeah. That was. I mean, that's you're not going to get a much more punk. Was she with Chad Kroger from Nickelback for a while? Yes, that was afterwards, a couple of years later. Yeah. So that's like pop power punk. Imagine couple. them
2: having a three sum 41. <laughs> oh <my God>. Ew. <laughs> uh, Bron, did you know some 41 was
1: still? <laughs> hey, hey, but okay, so you, you said that there's no like breakup, but there, there was a bit of goss. Okay, because the original drummer left the band, and Derek, lead singer, said, We don't speak anymore. Oh. I have nothing bad to say about him, but I never miss people who bail.
0: It's oh. just something
1: in me since people have been leaving me since before I was born, like my dad. Oh, if you're not here, you don't exist to me. So that's pretty, like, Derek. serious stuff. So they, they don't mess around, and the fact that they have been doing this for quite a while shows that he he actually, like... He commits, you know, and I respect that quite a lot.
2: Uh, sometimes he gets in too deep, but. <laughs> He's just trying to keep up above <laughs> my head. Um, uh, well, we thought about that. It's like, yeah, what other bands, are st- what, what's happening with all the other bands that you think you don't think about quite as frequently anymore? Because Bron, you, this is devastating news for you. You're quite an emo girl back in the day.
0: Mm, I was. I, I actually had tickets. To, they toured with um, The Offspring last year. I had tickets. I couldn't go because I was sick, but oh! I did have tickets to them.
2: What about,
1: you said Panic in the Disco.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Goss with them, they, they was, They I think they started ages ago, like 2005 maybe, 2006. Oh,
2: yeah, easily. A- ages ago. Where, where they had like really long song titles and everyone's like, what? <laughs> it's so long for a song title. That doesn't sound like a song title.
0: Crazy. So then, then there was I think like four or five of them. Two of them dropped off in like 2009. Then only two or three original members stayed together. Then 2013, another two dropped off. So by the end of it, it was just Brendan Urie, the lead singer, and a bunch of other randoms. That had so the,
2: then had then with Justin, they had the, like almost their most successful song, like the High Hopes song. Yeah, ha ha, hopes for an live in. Yep, cool. So he, and so he so he's behind that.
0: He's just touring Panic at the Disco by himself, the only original band member. Then earlier this year, releases a big statement saying Panic at the Disco is breaking up, but it was just him left in the band.
2: <laughs> How could you break up with yourself?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I wonder what his next step is.
2: I'll probably calm down at the disco for a bit for a second. <laughs> As we all do, you get to the discos. After a while, it's like we're fine here. Um, <laughs> we, well, we thought, given we're going through it, we get we get a few other bands, and let just let you know what they're up to, so you're not so you're not blindsided by with news like this. Yes. In fact, this song right here is actually a um, latest song from Crazy Town. He used to sing Butterfly. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. Just to clarify, it's not. No, so Butterfly anyone's trying to Google it. Um, Butterfly. For also, that just just jog your memory. Ooh. You're my butterfly, sugar, sugar baby. baby.
2: Band broke up in 2003. Um, so long dead, 20 years dead. Are the two main band members, Brett Epic Mazua. Oh, that's a 2003 nickname. And Seth Shifty Binza <laughs> reformed the band in 2007 and released hey! their third album in 2015. Whoa. In 2017, Brett Mazua left the band and Seth Binza became the only original name member left. He then changed the name of the band to Crazy Town X. That's weird. Let's turn the pages
1: on to one of my faves, Limp Biscuit. Uh, Fred Durst recently dropping a couple of different looks. He's got the big white beard now. Oh. Bald head, although he has been rocking a little bit of a, uh, you know, red Aviator sunnies look on stage sometimes. Oh God.
2: red clothes, big white beard. Are you sure you Googled <laughs> the right thing?
1: <laughs> Just... Well, he's still giving people a few Christmas presents because apparently there is a new album coming next year. That's if they get over the woes of the ill-fated bamboozle festival, which is getting, scenes a lot of um, legal action after it was cancelled. Um, oh. yeah, it, it was slated to feature Limp Bizkit, Rick Ross and Steve Aoki, among others. Uh, it's not happening and people are pissed. <laughs> so, uh, I guess for Fred Durst, it's just one of those days.
2: Yeah, uh, needs to put a better clause in his contract. That was a Santa reference. Let's talk about POD. All right, I really like the song that went, "I ah, I feel so alive for the, the very, very first, first time. time." Um, they also did, "We are, we are, the youth of the nation." We are, we are, the youth oh of the God. nation. And they also did, "Um, boom, here comes the boom, ready or not." Very good for um what? sporting they, these,
1: hits. These guys are,
2: yeah, they're sleepers, man. What happened? Dude, well, they're a Christian metal band. They formed in 1992. As of tw- August 2022, they performed two sets on the same day at SeaWorld. So... <laughs> so what? is that so, the, that's the goss? Um, which <laughs> isn't the best. Probably leads people to say, Yeah, orcas. <laughs> All right, Matt, she's part of the Australian cultural fabric uh, being on the incredible show, The Saddle Club, back in the day in America. People know her as Kat Edison from The Bold Type, and now she's forging a brand new path on the brand new SBS series, which is going to air tonight, Thursday night on SBS at 8.30. It is called Safe Home, and she joins us right now. Aisha D, g'day.
3: Hi. How
2: you doing? (laughs) We're good. Look, Aisha, I'm a little bit... um and,
1: and well, nervous about this upcoming chat because we tend to err on the lighter side of life here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. But the <laughs> content involved in your uh, new show out on SBS, Safe Home, mm. is pretty full on. I do want to talk about it in a little bit, but uh, I figure we should probably start with just uh, a little bit of. Uh, fun stuff, you know, uh, before
3: Absolutely. we do that.
1: Yeah. So what's been happening in Aisha D's life that has, uh, that's been sticking out. I mean, I saw on your gram that you've been, uh, what, singing some Miley at the karaoke maybe a little while back
2: <laughs> or, uh, what have wow, you been up to? Wow, do a deep cut.
3: what, well, no.
2: Cut. Uh, uh, Aisha, Matt is known for going deep on people's Instagrams. Um, I you I just, you'd just be lucky if you avoided getting an accidental like on one of the, uh, the deep picks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So what are we talking about? What's your number one when you when you get when you get the the mic at the karaoke club?
3: Lately it's been Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. I don't do karaoke often though. <laughs> I do just want to say that like I'm not the kind of girl that's like, Hey everybody, let's go to karaoke. Like I usually get dragged there. Right. It's yeah, not sure. it's not my thing.
2: But no, you know. we understand
1: you very well. We got dragged to karaoke just last week by our producer Bron. <laughs> she
2: is that type of girl, so yeah, wow. um. that happened. Well, if you're on the dance floor, Asia, I, I mean, this is relevant to to your acting history. I, I started a lot of my DJ sets with the Saddle Club theme song, "Hello World," wow. and mix it into Missy Elliott's work. It "Hello World," dinga dinga ding. This is Wait. me. Don't get ang. Life should be.
3: Is that available somewhere? Because oh. I
2: need
3: that for my files.
2: Oh, I could. I'll try and whip up a little uh, mix for you and uh, and chuck Please. it into the club. It's
3: so good. I want that. Yeah, it should be like a sound on TikTok
2: or something. Yeah, maybe. Look,
1: I don't want to flex in front of you, Aisha, but um, I am part of the H2O Just Add Water alumni, and oh. H2O has kind of been getting some newfound glory on tiktok wait are you serious yes i'm laurie the dolphin trainer so what okay we're here to talk about you now <laughs> so I'll make
3: a big deal out of it like, <laughs> yes i trained but dolphins. has saddle club
1: the <laughs> saddle club had the same kind of resurgence
3: well not yet but now that you mention it um i'll have to get some cool kids to help me figure out how to make it a thing it's not yet but
2: we'll collab Asia, we'll get the remix saddle club missy elliott remix you do a little dance to it we'll put them together instant (laughs) likes no problem at all that'll be going Do you
3: know what keeps coming up what keeps coming up on my tiktok is that oh no cleo
1: (laughs) 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 yeah that's what i was saying the h2o stuff i'm telling you that's the one that's the
3: one (laughs) clip that just keeps showing up and now like all of my friends in the states Whenever they say hi, they don't even say hello to me anymore. It is like, oh no, Cleo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't in H2O though. That's the thing. Like I that thought been you would have gotten in it somehow.
3: It was on the Gold Coast. Yeah,
1: well, are you. I thought you were from the Gold Coast.
3: Yeah, that's my stomping ground, mate. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what
1: I was thinking. What part? I'm offended. What part, what part of the Goldie?
3: Surfer's
1: Paradise. Oh my God. No, really? (laughs) I don't, I honestly don't know anyone who was born in Surfer's Paradise. (laughs) Like...
3: I didn't it even know you could me. be
1: born. Yeah, seriously.
2: The chosen one. Oh, my
1: God. I'm in Brisbane and right now, by the way. You weren't born. You just clarify. emerged
2: from the waves, oh. Asia walking out <laughs> yeah. with some Marco Calupo from, boardies from or something. From
1: <laughs> just born in Melba's.
3: Right. And, um, the, yeah, another reason why I'm offended I wasn't on H2O, I am an actual mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> like, with <laughs> <laughs> those flippy little tail. It's crazy. They would have saved so much money. <laughs> <laughs> <on those> tails.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about what's happening tonight because it's, it's not only a great series, but an important series, I think, Safe Home, um, brought from the, the mind of writer, playwright Anna Barnes, who put together this incredible script from an um, a experience working in community legal centers. When a script like this sort of lands on your desk, Asia, and you read it, what, what sort of thoughts go through your mind?
3: Honestly, I was really, really scared because it's a, a very important subject matter and the themes are really important to me personally but also I think for a lot of people I wanted to make sure we were honoring the victim survivors that are actually out there in the real world paying tribute to them and it just kind of seemed like a a huge undertaking so honestly I was really ready to just be like no, I'm good, but mm. unfortunately, I met the incredible women behind it, and I just I didn't know how to not do it. Um, and I'm so glad I did because everyone's become really important people in my life now. I've made lots of friends.
1: That's <laughs> I mean I can I, I can imagine a sh- like any sort of show. I guess you build a sort of family when you are making it, uh, and a show like this with that revolves around such serious matters would more so I guess everyone wanting to in a way, protect each other and make sure that everyone feels okay. Uh, this is a show, I should add, um, Safe Home. It looks at stories behind family violence um, and what's really the epidemic that is sweeping the nation and the serious issues yeah. and the statistics ref- that reflect that. When you're making a show like this, I mean, as an artist, what sort of protection have you put in place for yourself to sort of tell these stories?
3: There was so much importance placed on safety for everyone, not just in the cast, but also in the crew, because our crew are there helping us tell these stories as well and potentially being triggered. Um, But there was just this really beautiful safety net in that. Actually, my first day... And I went into the production office and met everyone. First of all, it was just this incredible crew of mostly women, which just never happens. So f- right off the bat, the you know the overwhelming kind of like feminine energy around made me feel really safe. And I remember I just went to the bathroom, and on the back of each bathroom stall, they had a laminated sign, just a few paragraphs basically saying. This is the show we're making. It's called Safe Home. We're exploring these themes that can be kind of triggering. Um, If you are feeling triggered at any time, these are some numbers you can call. And we always had resources around us as a cast and a crew to where we could ask for help. And I definitely utilized those, um, those resources and I saw many other people also utilize them. And I think because it felt so safe just in the beginning, that first day, I knew that I would be okay. And I also just trusted the women at the helm so much. So uh, all of those kind of worries and fears that I had initially, they kind mm-hmm. of dissipated pretty
2: quickly. Oh, that's great to hear. And we should, we should emphasize as well, like watching Safe Home, which uh, yeah, get on and watch it if you can't watch it tonight at 8.30, obviously SBS On Demand there for it as well. It is like, it's a funny show as well. The the quirks and the, Mm. you know, the dark humor that you need to have in these situations does shine through as well. And I think some of these people, um, or the characters that are focused on who are experiencing these people, uh, can be some of the strongest people as well, which is why I guess victims as a word of family bias can be, can be replaced with survivors because they are extremely strong to get through these particular moments. Were there any funny days on set you were able to have whilst you were, uh, putting together this incredible show?
3: You know, it might sound kind of messed up, but I think like the most intense laughing fits of my entire life I probably had on this set
2: oh really um
3: yeah I mean,
1: I mean that does kind of sound a bit messed up but uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you have, to, yeah. you have to laugh and you have to find some light and some levity and I do think that it is also like something that's so specifically um a part of our culture as Australians like the times in my life that have felt the most f-ed up are the times when I've made the most jokes because mm. it's just kind of a part of our culture. And I think it's really reflected in the show as well. It's our coping strategy. It's really interwoven into like the fabric of our culture because we're just a nation of smart asses
2: really, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I should ask before you go though, the first scene, you're drinking wine, eating pizza, writing a speech. But I know when you're filming <laughs> stuff, like, you see so many pe- people having stories. You have to do multiple takes of this. Did you have, like, yeah. a pizza spit bucket that you would have to then get rid of the food into as you were, as you were performing uh, on this show?
3: Well, you know, that take, Stevie, our director, was like, I really want you to sit there for ages. Um, <clears> like, it was, it's all just kind of shortcut. But I really sat there for about twenty minutes each time, drinking an entire bottle of non-alcoholic wine.
1: Oh my god!
3: I really started to feel so loopy at the end of it. I was like, "This is the craziest trip I've ever been on."
1: Oh my god! Did you have standby yeah. props at least heating some pizza, or was it just ice cold?
3: No, it was uh, it was ice cold. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a dedicated, <laughs> I'm a dedicated bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Aisha, thank you so much for joining us today. Congratulations on an incredible show, Safe Home. It does premiere tonight at 8.30 on SBS and will be available on SBS on demand. So please, we implore you to check it out uh, ASAP.
2: And if this conversation is is making you think about things, raising some questions for you, there's always 1-800-RESPECT, which you can give a call, uh, one 800 737 732 Ah, uh, twenty-four hours a day. National Sexual Assault, Family and Domestic Violence counselling. Ah, uh, get on that if uh, if that's something that you'd like to be involved in. Aisha, all the best with it, and thank you so much for chatting to Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
3: Oh, thank you so much. Lovely to meet you both.
2: You too. Bye.
3: See you later, mate.
2: Time for Mind. that's right the segment where Matt O'Kine gives us a fact attack. Matt O'Kine, what do you got for us?
1: Well, this one came from Twitter. I got a little the tra- home me. of facts. <laughs> Thanks to Elon, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. Um, I I was I was just scrolling and then when I get when I get mesmerised with something suddenly I'm like huh. Oh. You know when you make, your, your voice makes that noise? I
2: uh, just start in the rabbit
1: hole. Yeah, then and suddenly I was down that thread, mate, and I yep. was into it. This one comes about a little bit about technology on this fine Thursday. About the Sony Group Corporation, as many would simply just know as Sony. Yeah, well, TVs, Walkmans, Playstations. They are a behemoth. But here's the fact. Did you know before they hit the market... With an absolute game changer that was a Walkman. Can we just remember (laughs) The cassette Walkman we're talking about movement was like? Mm. I mean, I remember listening to my Walkman while I was waiting for Busy's dad to pick me up on their way to school. Yep. Right? Just thrashing
2: some corn. With the cassette. Thrashing some limp biscuit.
1: Oh yeah. One half corn, one half limp biscuit, or half of a limp biscuit album. Oh, (laughs) Loving Wait, it. So you
2: had a combined corn lip biscuit album with half of the, the first half of a corn album with the last half of a biscuit album.
1: Yeah, it's almost a full diet. You get you get <laughs> your carbs, you get, you get your corn, and you get some biscuits. <laughs> it's like your mains and your dessert. I don't know what more you want from me, Daiso. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, and so, anyways, the point is. Had a bit of, did you know had a bit that the peaking duck to that? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that the the, the group that was, that is Sony, their very first product released to the world ever was an electronic rice cooker. Electronic rice cooker. The Sony yeah.
2: rice cooker.
1: Okay. Look, I have to be a little bit clear on this. It was the people that invented Sony, but they weren't called Sony back then. They were called Tokyo Tsushi and Kojo Limited. Tell
2: <laughs> so, you know what, these Japanese countries are amazing. I think that it was most- identified by a tweet recently, a little meme, person says, I want a piano. And Yamaha says, no worries. And then the person says, I also want a powerful motorbike. And then <laughs> Yamaha says, you're not going to believe this.
1: <laughs> uh, it's so true. You like are not going to believe this. <laughs> I don't understand how these guys did it. It's the guys who started Sony. Mm. They start it's the same company and they just whipped up, because there was a sh- food shortage after World War II. And so right. they whipped up a little electronic rice cooker. Apparently it was terrible. It either cooked the rice too much or not enough. No one liked it. It didn't work. <laughs> but they were also repairing TVs and radios at the same time. And uh, whoopla.
2: Once you buy a soldering iron, it's all over.
1: And so suddenly they're they're turning into the next giants, the Walkman, the the TV, the Trinitron,
2: the PlayStation. Well, I think they also did quite well in the digital camera space where Kodak invented the digital camera first. But they were going so well in the film in business, you know, when people get their mm. film developed, they're like, We ain't releasing this, we aren't putting any time for this, we don't want this to come in, we're killing it. So someone else develops it, takes off a Kodak go bust. Um, anyways. What, what's your actual fact? So, Sony was a rice cooker?
1: Yeah, the first... the first. Mind blown. There you go, mate. Thank you. Yes, thank you. God, it's good to be back.
2: <laughs> well, let's back hear your own mind team. blown as well. And uh, Tom has sent us one. You can do do it too, match.and.alex. Make a little recording and uh, send it through. Let's get into it. I've got a mind blowing fact for you. Trees are 120 million years younger
1: than sharks. Mind blown.
3: Mind
2: blown. Whoa. No way, man. So so there was such a thing as a shark, and then for the next 120 million years, there was no such thing as a tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But can I contest to you that as far as most sharks are concerned, trees still don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. You We've... tell me a shark that knows that trees exist, okay? <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless they, do they peak? Do sharks peak? Well, you see them jump out of the water a little bit. of. I'm sure some sure while they're mid barrel <laughs> roll out of the water, go, oh, what's that thing? <laughs> 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 yeah, damn. Yeah. I mean,
1: I almost don't believe it. I'm giving it a quick Google. Yeah, look, apparently, according to the Australian National Maritime Museum, the earliest tree lived around 350 million years ago, whereas sharks have, ex- have existed for more than 450 million years.
2: Damn.
1: Not only are sharks older than trees, but they are also one of the only animals to have survived four of the five mass extinctions.
2: Including Damn, the, we're in, we're in one at the moment, aren't, aren't we? Are sharks still still going to do it? they Are going to pull through? I don't know.
1: That's one of those things where you start going, what's the point? Four hundred and fifty million years they've been around. How long? How long have we been around,
2: Daiso? We just had our third birthday, (laughs) and (laughs) three hundred and fifty million to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that's years. So you have to times that by like two hundred and fifty or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Look, well, thank you very much for joining us on another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We hope you enjoyed today. Uh, thank you to HD as well for joining us. Please check out Safe Home on SBS tonight uh, or on SBS On Demand. And we will catch you again to Mozzie for another Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Bye-bye.
0: See ya. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide it to our DMs at matt.and.alex.
1: You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby.